We're back with more Tapped Out with Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine on the BetQL Network. That's right. Happy New Year. However you're listening to us on the BetQL Network, twitch.tv backslash BetQL on the Odyssey app or on the podcast. Of course, we've got Brendan Tobin down there in Miami, Sean Levine in Kansas City. We're going to tap out here in just a couple of minutes. we got action tonight, though, Brendan. you got some best bets. Let's first take on the King Kong Ortiz fight as he fights Prince Charles Martin, a heavyweight bout in Hollywood, Florida. You can get Charles Martin at plus 250. Ortiz going off at about a minus 360. That one's moving back and forth just a little bit, but he is a heavy favorite. I actually think this one's going to take a while. Like, I think that I would play the overs on the rounds in this one. I think that we could talk about if somebody's going to get knocked out. This could be one of those where we could see a couple of knockdowns, the guy gets back up, and then eventually the fight gets waved off. But I'm talking about late in the fight. So maybe like something like the seventh, eighth round, if you want to be specific. But I can't put my money against King Kong Ortiz. I love that guy. And when you look at his resume, it's just so impressive. And I can't get out of the back of my mind the time that he beat up Deontay Wilder. Like, before anybody beat up Deontay Wilder, he beat up Deontay Wilder and then eventually ended up with his teeth against the canvas. But you saw that fight. We know what happened. I, I think Ortiz stopped. is. I mean, yeah, it really, it was. He, a, he, he, he's phenomenal. I think he knocks him out eventually, but I think it takes eight or nine rounds. There's only one number in here that just makes me queasy, and it's 43. And that's the age of Luis Ortiz. I just want to know when does Father Time tap him on the shoulder and say, hey, it's it's not it's not it's not you anymore. It's not the same guy. That doesn't mean that I think he's going to lose, but is he not the same type of performer? I still think skill-wise, he's a better fighter than Charles Martin. I think he's got the better resume than Charles Martin. Martin's not no slouch. He's been in there with the best. He is he is, you know, gone in there and had some good performances. His last knockout against Gerald Washington was very impressive. It was a long time ago though. He's also got a little ring rust to knock off. With Ortiz, I just worry about, hey, you've been to the top. You've gone to those absolute pinnacle fights of Deontay Wilder. What is the what is this fight for? If he wins this fight, is he going to be back in line for a title shot? I don't think so. So is the motivation quite as there? Is the crowd in his in his south his native South Florida? Is that going to be enough to get behind him? I still think it will be, but I I I agree with you. I see this fight going long, a couple of big southpaws. They don't necessarily have that awkward advantage on people. I honestly see this one. This could go the distance to me, man. And I and I like Luis Ortiz plus four twenty for him to win on points. Even if the fight goes the distance, you get that at just plus two seventy. A lot of people think that, you know the odds are saying they think it's going to end inside the distance. I can see it going the distance. This is a tough fight, tough matchups, two rugged guys. I think maybe Charles leading the way of age. A little bit more on the line for him. This is if he wins this fight, I think people will really respect him as a contender. Maybe he can get back in the game. If Ortiz beats Charles Martin, I don't know. I don't know. People will be like, "All right, see, yeah, great, you beat Charles Martin. What, you know, what does that do for him?" So I, 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 I'm, I, I think all those things can kind of line up for Ortiz winning, but maybe not as impressive as we as we're used to seeing him. Hey, another heavyweight fight on that card tonight. Christian Hammer's taking on Frank Sanchez. Frank Sanchez going off at a. Minus 3,000, you can get a Christian Hammer bet at plus 1,200 right now. Now, of course, Sanchez undefeated right now, 19-0. and 0. Hammer's got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. I believe it's eight losses, which is why you can get him as a huge underdog. And we were talking about Sanchez before. You don't think this is just a guy that wins tonight. You think he continues winning for a while. Well, that's the idea. Like, this is, this is PBC's guy. 
this is their big prospect. It was Effie Ajagba, and I think they all thought he was going to be the next guy in line. He beat him, and I think they think of Sanchez as, okay, he's the next process. Why the odds are really crappy if you wanted to bet Frank Sanchez that I for the Cuban flash, it's minus 3,000. So, you know, you got to get creative if you, if you, if you want to make some money betting on, on Cuban flashlight for all my South Floridians down here. But, you know, this is what it is. Like, he just beat a undefeated prospect-type heavyweight. Now they're putting him there with the guy who's been in there with everybody. You know, he's he's been in there with the Luis Ortizes, the Tyson Furies. He's been in there with the Huey Furies. He's lost to all of the Fury family tree, Christian Hammer. So now <laughs> you put him in there with, oh, well, they'll say this tonight. It'll be like, oh, well, this shows you, you know, he could beat the vets. You know, he, he's been in there with the guy who's been in there with the guy. You know, you'll hear Brian Kenny say that about 30 times tonight. But um, that's what the test is here for Frank Sanchez. You take out a veteran. He's going to be crafty. Can the young gun go in there and find a way to look impressive? And, yeah, get some buzz behind him. Because I think if there's a guy who truly can get buzz behind him tonight, Frank Sanchez is your guy. He's got – he changed with Canelo Alvarez. I'm sure they'll show Canelo in the crowd. Get him – but maybe maybe they get Canelo, do an interview with him. Maybe they can get him buzzing about him tonight. I think that's who's got maybe the most on the line tonight to look good is Frank Sanchez. But it's not a great fight to bet. If you're talking 2022 boxing buzz, now we're here January 1st, 2022. Who do you think gets their buzz back? Who do you think gets their mojo back that may have lost it in this last calendar year? I'm talking the Ryan Garcia's and the Teofimo Lopez's of the world. Who do you think gets it back in 2022? That's a good question, man, because you're always talking about who's going to ride the momentum. Who can get it back the most? Teofimo looks like he's got a lot, sounds like he's got a lot of personal stuff that he's dealing with, but I do think that if he moves up in weight, that's going to help him, and I think that they got the matchup of Josh Taylor. I feel like he's got the path to be right back at the top very quickly. Just a matter of, can he get all of his life in order? Ryan Garcia is the guy who's got, he's the it buzz. If they somehow could get a Ryan Garcia, Javante Davis fight somehow together by the end of the year, I think for the both of them, man, that would be huge. I think that would be the, you know, as far as social media is concerned, young stars are concerned, Oscar versus Floyd, you know, kind of in the background of it all, man, that would be fun. Um, and then I think one guy, you know, we talk about this heavyweight division, Deontay Wilder. What's his path? You know, he's lost to Tyson Fury. Does he fight an Andrew Ruiz next and maybe get himself back in the line? If Anthony Joshua loses to Usyk, then do we get Deontay Wilder versus Anthony Joshua? So he's another one who's, I think, probably waiting right now to see what is his path to get his buzz back as far as people uh, getting behind him again. Go back to Tank Davis for a second. Did you see that he's finally in the top 10 pound for pound rankings? How in the hell did that happen after his last performance where, frankly, I thought that he could have lost the fight? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think that's a that's a little bit surprising to me. You know, he's got a uh, he's got a very aggressive management firm behind him, obviously, with Leonard oh, yeah. and, and, and always trying to push the narrative on him. I think Javante's a really good fighter, uh, but I do think that, you know, I would like to see I think it's fair what it's been said. Like, you know, it hasn't been the best competition. Now, this one was a little like Isak Cruz, you know, he got him up last minute. This isn't one where I think he should be given a lot of criticism. Oh, who did you take on? You know, now the guy before we wanted to take on Roley Romero, that wasn't exactly the best shakes either. I think the thing that's just frustrating for fans is like, hey, like, hey. you have all these young guys at 135 pounds. Let We can see that magic things can happen here. Look what George Cambosis did, shaking it up beating Tiafimo Lopez. Now look what a big star George Cambosis is. And Tiafimo Lopez is still a big deal. It doesn't ruin their careers. This is the formula mixed martial arts use. You got more guys who are respected if they fight each other when it matters. And that's all you want to see. But I, I am with you. I think that Javante being top 10 pound for pound is a little bit of, 
nutty right now. Too soon. Hey, cross cross sports with me here. All right, let's have a little bit of fun. Who would have better odds to fight for a belt again? You mentioned Deontay Wilder. We were talking about Conor McGregor. Who do you think in your heart of hearts, in your head, will actually at some point, or if the answer is neither one of them, that's cool too, or maybe both. Who would you put your money on? Conor, because of all we said. Like, I think that, Con- like, Deontay, t- you know, it took Deontay taking the Luis Ortiz fights and winning the Luis Ortiz fights for him to really get his respect before all the Tyson Fury things kind of fell into his lap because Fury was coming off of his layoff and all that type of stuff. But it took a lot, it took a lot of fights for Deontay Wilder to really get his respect as a mainstream fighter. Connor is it. Like Connor's always, I feel like people are always going to look to say, Oh, Connor McGregor's there. That's going to lead to money. Deontay Wilder. Now he's Deontay Wilder without a championship and he's the scariest puncher in the sport, but he's not as big a draw as all the, the British fighters are. So is it worth the risk? Is it worth the risk of going in there against Deontay Wilder? I think that's always a, a question that promoters will wrestle with. The more you talk about Connor BT, the more it makes it sound like, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, that you still think that he's the face of the promotion. Do you still think he's the cash cow? Uh, yes. As far as really cash today. Now, yeah. now. I mean, dude, first of all, this 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 is a very fickle game right now. As far as guys, you can actually bank on to bring in pay per view buys. You know, like it's not easy out there. He is one of the. It's him, and in the other sports, Canelo Alvarez. As far as guys, you can go to and say, we know if these guys are fighting on a night, we will draw a big audience for sure, and people will fork over their money. There are guys who are getting there. Masvidal's, I think, gotten into that realm. I think Usman's getting more into that realm. Uh, Habib, I think, was going to get into that realm, but then he he was done. But John Jones has never been a huge draw. As great as he is, he's never been the biggest draw in the world. So he will I mean, be now, though. He he will be now. What do they say about what absence grows the heart fonder? Whatever that saying is, I feel like finally we haven't seen enough of John. And John's what had what two or three more arrests to put on there, and it, it feels like he's changing weight classes. And I think that now people are salivating to see John, especially if it ends up being in Ganu, and especially if Ganu calls out John's name. And we know we're going to get that. Like, I think that time is going to, we're going to sit around and be just as excited as any John Jones fight, any John Jones Daniel Cormier fight. I feel like there's a chance that John Jones is still that guy that you're talking about being Conor McGregor. I think that that is the biggest fight the UFC can make for sure. I don't think Absolutely. it's gone. I don't think it's gone versus John Jones. It's Francis versus John Jones. Absolutely. It's that that's the biggest fight. I don't think there is a Connor matchup right now, even if it's Connor writing for the championship, Connor versus Usman. If you told me they were on the same night, though, if, if you could only again, I go back to my question. If they were on the same night and you can only watch Connor versus Usman or Connor versus Oliveira or John Jones versus Francis Ngannou, I think maybe you and I would pick Francis versus John Jones. But I think a lot, I think the majority of planet Earth would pick Conor McGregor fighting for a championship. I think the planet Earth would probably pick Conor McGregor versus Nate Diaz three. If you said you can take any fight coming up next once he's both both these guys are healthy at any weight class. And now we're talking about the octagon, the ring. We're talking about the heavyweights. We're talking about everything. I think the fight that most people would want to see if you took a poll is Conor versus Diaz three. I don't think anybody's going to argue with that, right? Uh, I think that's true. Yeah, I think that people, I think the rivalry, the story, the star power, no doubt. No doubt. By the way, no that's, doubt. That's, 
that's the story for us today. That's it for Tapped Out. Happy New Year to everybody out there. Hopefully, you're starting it off safe with you and your family. Thanks to all the help we have from everybody here on the network to get Tapped Out out to you. Brendan Tobin, of course, in Miami. We got Jake helping out. We got CJ helping out. I'm Sean Levine in Kansas City. Don't forget, tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. to catch FanDuel Game Day with Chris Mack and Jeremy Kahn. As for Brendan and myself, we'll talk to you next Saturday on Tapped Out right here on the Bet. QL Network.